Hello, camp counselors, campers, and everybody who has dreamt of having an epic food fight across a camp mess hall. I'm Maddie Hammond, and you're listening to Camp Stories. June 15th, 2019. We had the whole day off, so I slept in pretty late. By the time Callie and I woke up, it was almost noon. We picked up Jess and Alexa from Liam's house and drove to town to get lunch and go shopping. Over a breakfast, lunch, brunch, of coffee and sandwiches at a little restaurant in town, we swapped stories from last night. Alexa was comically hungover. I think she drank three glasses of orange juice, two cups of coffee, and almost a whole pitcher of water. I told the girls all about kissing Lucas on the dock, which got me a round of high fives. Jess sounded a little guilty when she told me she hooked up with Bert. Apparently it happens all the time, but she isn't really proud of it. I definitely don't know what she sees in him. Sure, he's objectively a 10, with his floppy brown hair and chiseled abs, but he seems so pissed off and grumpy all the time. She said they aren't really close and that it's just a physical thing, but I've never understood that sort of relationship. More power to her, though. If she's having fun, I obviously support her. After eating, we went shopping for snacks and some more cabin decorations. Here's a list of everything we bought, all deemed totally necessary, by Callie. Four pairs of matching zebra print slippers. A family-sized container of neon orange cheese balls. Sparklers. A pack of lighters with Marilyn Monroe's face printed on them. Coloring books, crayons, multicolored craft paper, scissors, clear tape, duct tape, the silver kind, four foldable camp chairs. They have crazy patterns. We have a pizza chair, a flamingo chair, a stars and stripes chair, and a pineapple chair. A chocolate cake. Of course I was distracted all day thinking about Lucas, who went to Dave's family's house for the day. I tried to keep my thoughts to myself, but probably brought his name up in conversation one too many times. We spent a good part of the afternoon sitting on the sycamore patio in our new folding chairs, making colorful paper chains to hang around the rafters of the cabin. The campers come tomorrow, and I'm really excited to meet them. We met up with some of the other girls' camp counselors and went to dinner at a little restaurant on the other side of the lake, a small mom-and-pop sort of place that made great pizza. Pineapple and pizza seems to always be a hot-button issue. I'm pro-pineapple, as were a lot of the other girls, so we split an extra-large pineapple pie. The place had good ice cream, too. I had a cone of Superman. I love multicolored ice cream. The rest of the night was pretty chill. The girls from Sassafras, that's where the 14-year-old girls live, built a fire and we all sat around and talked. I like how many campfires we have here. It's pretty stereotypically summer camp. Before bed, we ate the chocolate cake we bought earlier, a toast to the beginning of the first session of camp. I'm so full and feel like I'm about to pass out. So, good night. June 16th, 2019. The campers got here today and session one has officially started. 
We have 16 girls in Sycamore this session, and they'll be with us for almost three weeks. I'm already getting a feel for what 12-year-olds are like. They're really cool. The check-in process lasted all morning, and as a first-year staff member, I was given a check-in job rather than getting to hang out in the cabin and help the kids set up their bunks. Luckily, my job was cool. I just had to stand in the lodge parking lot with Dave and direct traffic. Besides having to stand in the sun, it was an easy gig. In the early afternoon, when most of the kids had checked in and the parking lot was nearly empty, Dave came over and asked me about the whole Lucas situation. I tried to play it cool. They are best friends after all. I don't think Dave is mad at me or anything, but I get the sense that he expected us to be like the three musketeers. He seems worried that I won't want to hang out with him anymore, but that's definitely not the case. I like Lucas a lot, but I also really value my new friendship with Dave. So I'm going to have to keep an eye out for him feeling left out if things keep going with me and Lucas. When check-in finished, I went back to the cabin to meet the girls. We sat in a circle on the cabin patio and played a name game where we went around the circle and one at a time said our name, age, where we're from, and our favorite ice cream flavor. Lots of girls agreed with me that Superman is the best, and a few also named Blue Moon as their favorite. We had ravioli for dinner, but ate with our forks instead of our faces this time around. Which is probably for the best. Some of the kids seem way too shy to enjoy that insanity on the first day. Instead of going back to the cabin before campfire, Sycamore paired up with Cottonwood to take a hike through the woods and enjoy the beautiful evening. It was fun watching some of the kids flirt with each other, where others stayed very close to their own cabin mates. At age 12, I definitely had crushes, but I never would have had the courage to talk to the boys I liked. Good for these girls. Opening campfire was cool, filled with a lot of repeat-after-me style songs. Bert told the story of how Camp Harwood started, and I couldn't help but watch Jess watching him. I think she likes him more than she lets on. It'll be interesting to see if their relationship goes anywhere this summer. Amanda, the land director, led everyone in a repeat-after-me style camp oath. I definitely don't have it memorized and am putting that at the top of the priority list. After the kids went to bed, I met up with Lucas at The Shack, which is the nature and survival center down near the lake. I was really worried he was going to break things off with me before they even got started, but that wasn't the case. We had a really open and honest talk about what we want and agreed to continue getting to know each other, but take things slow. I'm not exactly sure what that means in the long run, but for tonight, it meant that we didn't do more than hold hands and kiss a little on the beach. I like kissing him. Maybe soon I'll get to do more. June 17th, 2019. Today was the first real day of camp. It was long and I'm exhausted. The kids have three structured program periods per day, two in the morning and one after lunch. At the beginning of each week, they choose which programs to enroll in, 
Theoretically, I could work at three programs each day, subbing in where needed. Today was easy, though. I worked at skiing for all three program periods. Because I'm new and have a lot to learn, I got stuck doing boring jobs, like organizing life jackets, coiling ropes, and entertaining the kids while they waited to get in the water. I didn't mind the boring stuff, though, and really enjoyed giving the more nervous-looking kids pep talks before they got in the water. After third program, we met back at Sycamore for our dedicated nature time. Today, Jess led the girls in a tree identification activity. We tried to count as many sycamore trees as we could as we walked around camp. Most of them are close to the water. I counted 17 on our route today, but the kids swear I missed one. I pretended to believe them. It seemed easier. Jess also pointed out sassafras trees and showed us the coolest thing ever. She pulled a leaf off from one of the branches and had us pass it around, taking turns sniffing the raw stalk. It smelled like Fruit Loops. From now on, I'll always think of sassafras trees as Fruit Loop trees. Every weeknight after dinner, we have an all-camp evening activity. Tonight's was Gold Rush which I'd seen some camp counselors vlog about when I was researching camps back at home. Basically, the kids have to go around camp searching for rocks that have been spray-painted gold. Different points are awarded based on how big the rocks are, and the team with the most points wins. Tonight, we split the campers into three teams. Boys camp, girls camp, and a combined team of junior camp and senior camp. This way, the little ones could still be included and have a chance to win. After dinner, I walked around camp with Jess, spray-painting rocks of various sizes. It was fun and mindless work. Counselors are given vaguely Western-themed jobs to do over the course of the activity. Sheriffs patrol the borders, bandits distract the campers and try to get them to give up their gold, etc. My job? Banker. And guess who was running the bank with me? Lucas. So, basically, I got to hang out at a picnic table with my crush for an hour and a half while the kids ran around doing their own thing. We were one of many banks and weren't positioned at a spot where we got a lot of business. A few times, we had five to ten minute gaps between campers bringing up gold rocks. We had to behave since there were kids around, but more than once, Lucas reached toward me under the table tracing shapes on my thigh with his index finger. It was electric. Girls camp won for the night, which was cool. When we got back to the cabin, the girls told me all about how in the last 10 minutes of the game, they all got together to push a rock bigger than themselves down a hill toward the lakeside bank. This is what ended up winning us the game. I'm proud of them for working together. For now, we don't seem to have any cliques forming. Just 16 girls excited to be here. I'm calling it an early night and going to bed, rather than meeting up with Dave and Lucas at the lodge for an hour off. I need all the sleep I can get. June 18th, 2019. Today was cool because I feel like I really connected with a camper for the first time. 
I spent the whole morning working at canoeing and got to know one of our sycamore girls. Her name is Grace, and she loves canoeing. When I look at her, I see myself as a 12-year-old. She's taller than most of the girls her age, skinny, a little too gawky and awkward for it to be endearing. She seems to have a few friends in the cabin, but the reason I struck up a conversation with her at canoeing is because she was sitting alone. Grace told me all about how she's here to have fun, but mostly to get as many awards as she can. This week, she's trying to get the highest award in this program area, Master Canoeer. This involves completing a lot of tasks, including canoeing around the lake alone. For such a twiggy girl, this is going to be a challenge. She knows it too, and said that she is most worried about not being strong enough to accomplish her goals. She's committed and spending every program period this week at canoeing. I gave her a serious pep talk and enjoyed quizzing her on boating terms between program periods. It was cool to bond with a kid. After lunch, I was assigned to work in the swim area. Since I'm not a certified lifeguard yet, I got to sit by the buddy board and make sure that every kid checked in and out of the swim area in an orderly fashion. It's an important but boring job. Luckily, I could sit in a folding chair and relax for most of the hour and a half long program period. Bert visited me while I was working the buddy board and sort of mockingly asked if I was enjoying the most exciting job at camp. I didn't really know how to respond, so I smiled and said that I'm just happy to be here, which is 100% true. I don't think that was the response he expected, and he softened a bit when I said it. I didn't get a smile out of him, but I'll make that happen another day. He sat with me for a while and told me about himself, a topic he really seems to enjoy. He's 23, graduated from college with an environmental science degree, and is currently enrolled in a Master's of Natural Resource Management program. From my limited interactions with him, I'd never have guessed that he's so book smart. I thought he was a generic frat guy with a business degree or something. So that's a different side to him. Bert worked as a sailing staff member for the past five years, and this is his first year as water director. He's first generation Harwood and from a city not too far from where my parents live. It's weird, but reflecting on our conversation, I feel myself starting to like him a little. Oh, not romantically, platonically. Evening activity tonight was counselor hunt which is exactly what it sounds like. Half of the staff dress in all camouflage and hide in the woods, and the kids have to catch us. It's part hide-and-go-seek, part tag. After a relatively calm day of sitting around, I was more than happy to throw on a funny outfit and go run around. I hid deep in the woods. Okay, so I literally hid in a bush. And I didn't even end up running around. I just sat there, daydreaming about Lucas. It took about 30 minutes before two kids found me, a pair of twin boys from Tamarack. That's Lucas's cabin. They snuck up on me and tagged me before I really even realized what was happening. It was basically like being ambushed by a blonde Fred and George. After they brought me to home base, I hung out with some of the girls from my cabin while the game wrapped up. Tamarack ended up winning, after capturing the highest number of staff members. It was a really good day, and uh, as usual, I'm exhausted. 
So I'll see you tomorrow. June 19th, 2019. Nothing too thrilling happened during program time today. I was back at the swim area all day, monitoring the buddy board and working on my tan. It's a shame we have to wear one-piece swimming suits here. I'm going to have a very pale tummy by the end of the summer. Maybe I'll get some self-tanner to even things out. We'll see. Bert came to hang out with me again, which was a surprise. He even took the time to ask me if I'm enjoying camp so far. I thought that was sweet. I don't think I'll ever feel comfortable confiding in him or anything, but I will definitely accept his kindness. I almost wonder if Jess talked about me with him. She's been sneaking off at night, and I'm sure it's to spend time with Bert. While I was alone at the buddy board in the afternoon, little Grace canoed by a few times, waving to me each time she passed the swim area. I think she was doing laps down the camp beach to qualify for an award. Each program has its own award structure, and I'm still learning them. In order to become a master, insert program name here, the kids have to complete every award in the program. I think the one Grace was doing today is endurance related. She was so cute going back and forth, it was like watching a very slow tennis match. After dinner, we had a pretty relaxing activity. All the girls from girls camp got together for a bonfire at our private fire circle. Now that we're a few days into this session, we had the girls set goals for the rest of their time at camp. They were free to share them aloud or keep them to themselves. As staff, we set a goal for each session as well. It can be mental, physical, spiritual, pretty much anything. I wanted to set a challenge that was out of my comfort zone. A couple of the kids from my cabin said they want to swim around Heart Lake in what is referred to as the Heart Challenge, so I decided my goal is to join them. I've never swam a long distance before, so this is an absurd challenge. I found out a little later that it's roughly two miles of swimming. Yikes. But if the 12-year-olds can do it, so can I. It's a camp tradition. Plus, this summer is all about me living new adventures. It feels crazy, but right. A lot of the girls were shy to share their goals, but not Grace. She told everyone about how she's planning on going home with not one, but three master's awards this session, canoeing, archery, and drama. The kid is an overachiever, which probably alienates some of her peers. I haven't seen any of the kids here pick on her for trying so hard, but I bet she struggles with making friends at home. Goals and achievements are celebrated here, which is probably why she's so happy at Camp Harwood. I said hi to Lucas in passing a few times today, and we're going to meet up tomorrow night to hang out. I'm really looking forward to spending some more time with him. June 20th, 2019. I finally got to work at sailing today. I like the sailing staff a lot. They are relaxed and talkative and welcoming. I spent the morning learning how to be a helpful sub. I unfolded sails, rigged boats, and even mastered some knots. 
Callie offered to take me sailing, but I volunteered to stay at the boathouse and be the designated land sitter for the morning so that the sailing staff could all go out on the water and have fun. I'll have plenty of time to get on a boat this summer, and I could see that they all wanted a chance to abandon the boathouse. I'm happy to hang out and listen to the radio on the porch. Every day after lunch, we have a designated rest hour. It is the best thing ever. Some staff use this time to meet up at the lodge and hang out, but I've used it to take a nap every day this week. I'd love to have energy to do more than sleep, but today I was particularly tired by the time I finished lunch. Pushing and pulling the sailboats in and out of the water was more physical labor than I had bargained for. In the afternoon, I ended up at canoeing again. Grace's assignment for the day was to swamp and unswamp a canoe, basically to flip it over and back while in the water. Because she has tiny arms, she was allowed to bring a helper. I was honored that she chose me. It was fun getting in the water and flipping the boat over. It almost felt like I was breaking the rules, like flipping a table or something. We struggled to flip it back, but succeeded after five minutes of treading water and pushing on the edge of the boat. Even I felt accomplished when we brought the boat back to shore. I feel like I'm writing a lot about our evening activities, but they are quickly becoming my favorite part of the day. Today, we had an all-camp lip sync, where each cabin prepared a combination skit-slash-dance to a song. Our girls cracked me up. They almost unanimously decided that Catchy Song from the second Lego movie was the way to go. Little nerds. In the spirit of the Lego films, we put together some easy choreography and had the girls dress up in whatever they deemed as their craziest outfits. These included a polka dot queen, unicorn, tree, Spider-Man, and a cat. Our lip sync was a hit. It got tons of genuine laughs. Other than ours, I loved what the senior girls did. They put on a full production of Yorktown from Hamilton, complete with toilet paper wigs and beards. I don't think everyone understood what was going on, but it was easy to see who all the drama geeks were in the crowd. I couldn't help but sing along. After the kids went to bed, I got to meet up with Lucas. We went for a walk in the woods, guided only by the bright moon. Nobody carries flashlights here. We walked and talked for about an hour, swapping stories from high school and sharing our plans for college and life in general. He's going to a big state school about an hour from where my small private university is located and is planning on studying physics. Of course, in addition to being sweet, athletic, and handsome, he's a nerd. I feel like I hit the jackpot, but I'm trying to play it cool. We said we're going to take things slow, so I'm doing my best not to fantasize about our wedding day. (laughs) Tonight, things got a little hotter physically. I think I have a small scrape on my shoulder from when Lucas pushed me up against a tree to kiss me. It was really sexy. I'd call it a PG-13 makeout. I can't stop smiling thinking about it. June 21st, 2019. Back at the buddy board all day. Nothing exciting to report there. We had Sloppy Joe's for lunch, which was fun and camp-like. Very messy. 
Okay, I'll be honest. I spent most of today daydreaming about Lucas. Not a lot of living in the moment. So there's that. Because it's Friday, we had an all-camp campfire. The girls were a little rowdy trying to get attention from the boys. I get it. I kept looking over at Lucas every 10 seconds. Callie and Jess left for their day off, so it's just me and Alexa and the kids for the next 24 hours. I got to talk to Alexa a little after the kids went to bed. I filled her in on all the details of my Lucas hookups, which she was excited to hear. She's one of those sexually liberated, free spirit types, and told me all about a girl she's crushing on who works in junior camp. They both work at archery during the day and hooked up on top of one of the archery picnic tables last night. Unlike Lucas and I, who are taking it slow, Alexa plans on checking off sexual exploits from her bad girl list all summer. Hook up at her own program area? Check. She cracks me up. Maybe I could take a page out of her book and make my own bad girl list. We'll see. I definitely have a list of things I'd like to do with Lucas. June 22nd, 2019. Weekend workdays here are awesome. Sure, I was technically on duty all day, but it was really relaxing. We give the kids a chance to explore camp on weekends with a little less structure. This also makes it possible for staff to have days off. The kids have their choice of loosely scheduled activities like swimming and painting. They're also encouraged to spend time in nature using the buddy system. I think it's cool that we let them roam around. I would have loved that as a kid. I spent the day helping make friendship bracelets. A bunch of us sat in the sand for hours, braiding embroidery floss into intricate rainbows. I made matching bracelets for Alexa, Callie, Jess, and myself. Callie and Jess got back at 6 and ate dinner with the kids, so Alexa and I were free to go a little early for our 24. That's what we call our off time while camp is in session, since we're off duty for 24 hours. We decided to have a little first year's night out, so a group of us piled into Dave's roomy red SUV with our bags packed for a night at Dave's family's lake house. It's about a half hour away from camp, so it's like a mini road trip. So the weekend crew was me, Lucas, and Dave, as well as three of the Brits, Olivia, Noah, and Charlie. Olivia lives next door to me in Sassafras with the 14-year-old girls, so we've gotten to know each other pretty well. The boys are on the quiet side, but they're sweet. When we got to Dave's house, his mom and stepdad had dinner ready for us outside. Burgers, hot dogs, and corn on the cob. Cookouts are one of my favorite things about summer, and I was happy to be welcomed into their home with such a big meal. It was generous of them to feed us all, but I'd expect nothing less from Dave's family. He's wonderful, so of course his family is too. After watching a gorgeous sunset from their patio, we went inside and built a giant pillow and blanket fort in their rec room. Dave aimed a projector at the ceiling, and we watched Wedding Crashers. I laid next to Lucas the whole time, and we held hands under the blanket. It was sweet and low-key, and other than Dave knowing about us, I think we're flying pretty low under the radar. Everybody else is asleep now, so I'm writing in the bathroom. 
I'm about to sneak back into the room with everybody else and curl up next to Lucas. Good night. Thanks for listening to Camp Stories. Tune in next Sunday for the next chapter in Liz's summer adventure.